<laughs> he gave me the price. He gave it to me. He's, and they're not supposed to do that. Oh, so he you're calling just a relationship with him. I people. said, I was just rocking with him. He was rocking with me, Mr. Jackson. He was just rocking with me. He gave me the price of how much money they wanted to be allocated towards the contract. Wow. And I just made it that. It was $16,200. So I was like, all right, my quote is for $16,200. Come to find out I was the only company bidding on it. That's why I won. So that's why it was helping me out so much. But I win a lot of contracts so like why, that. But I'm saying, why did you only make 125? Did the company you found, they were too high? I gave the company the budget for the government. I was like, hey, it's $16,200 for the year. Can we make this work? It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to charge you 14000 Yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. You under 16 too? I'm good. <laughs> right. And that's why I messed up it. But yeah. this is the gift and the curse because I won. And then I figured, started to figure stuff out. I, now, after that, though, I didn't win my next one. It took me two months to win my next one. So three years, no contracts. How diligent were you in submitting these contracts over this three years? Was it like, I'm going hard or like yeah. kind of stop and go or what? Your content is terrible. Everything you post, nothing gets likes, nothing gets shares, nothing gets comments. It's terrible. But there's only a couple reasons why you're uh, you're either terrible at creating content or you're not creating content at all. Number one is you don't know what to say. You don't know what you should be putting out. Number two is you don't know how to say it or you don't know how to post. You don't know how to make a video and put words at the top. Number three, you don't understand the importance of creating content. Or number four, you're afraid of something. I don't know if you're afraid of being judged. I don't know if you're afraid of the, the new brand direction that you're going into. I don't know what you're afraid of. You don't like how you look on video. I don't know. But there's four reasons why you're not creating content. And this is why I create, I had the idea to create the content creation boot camp. Okay. People are flying in from all across the country to attend these boot camps, and every single one sells out. Every single content creation boot camp we've had since January has sold out. And this is our fifth one. Okay. So listen, if you want to have content that converts, and you want to be a six-figure content creator. Listen, I built a seven-figure podcast in a very short period of time, and I'm actually teaching the podcast blueprint. It's absolutely amazing. Over a three-day period, you can come to Atlanta and see me in person, me and my content creation friends. They're absolutely amazing. Wednesday, all networking event. I pay for Top Golf. I pay for all the food. You just come, network, leave your wallet at home. You're good. You're going to network with other content creators and people that want to create content. Thursday and Friday is a two-day intensive workshop, nine to four, both days. You need to be there. We're going to tackle everything. You will not leave with questions. That's my guarantee to you. You will come and you will not leave with questions unanswered. If that happens or if you have questions, I'm going to sit there as long as I need to to make sure that you're creating the You get all your questions answered. All right? So click the link below. I'll see you at the boot camp. The first year was all, I went hard. Mm. I went super hard. Second year, I had scourged. Super self-doubt. I like, this ain't for me. I was like, I can't even hold a conversation with these people the right way. 
Um, the third year, my man got out of prison. Oh, your man, I was telling you about it. <laughs> my man got out of prison, and he started to talk about it again, but I told him what I've been doing. I said, bro, this is what I've been doing. I just can't figure it out. Whoop. But, you know, he still really didn't know what to do, but he just gave me the encouragement. He put the battery back in my back, mm. and I just went back hard again. Is he in government contractor now? Yes, sir. That's my boy. Gotta put my boy. Yo, that's that's <laughs> lit though, because he tells you he gets locked up, you go hard, then he comes out, and I guess you teach him. I the give game. him the game. I give him everything that I'm I've learned to that point. And then when I start to win, you already know I gotta get my guy the sauce. Yeah. yeah he yeah. got out of sauce now. So that's that's why you kind of put together like your program. Absolutely, you. yeah. Because you know, I I was going through it. The information on um YouTube was trash. It was literally having me spin my tail around and I was in the same spot. I just couldn't figure it out. These people talking all these government jargon, mm. which makes it scary. You know what I mean? Like, they're saying all these words that nobody knows what it means. And even if you do go look at the definition, still like, okay, how does that pertain to what I'm trying to do? Because yeah. everybody wants you to do the work. I don't want to do the work. I don't, I didn't, okay, I didn't have the means to do the work. I had little money, no money, no resources. So I couldn't do it if I tried. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I can outsource it. I can have somebody else do it. But everything that I was learning on YouTube was telling me to do the work. And I gotcha. just couldn't vibe with it. Dope. All right, so three years, no contracts. You get one, $125. Well, $25, baby. Next. Like they are dealing with their immediate neighbors mm. because that, like, they have nukes, right? Like, that's who's going to affect them, you know. And then there's always the question of is America going to get involved or not, right? Like, if a country doesn't think that America is going to back them up, they have to start thinking about their other options. So, the further, the more like nationalists we become the more everybody else, like, there's going to, uh, there's a power vacuum that happens, other people fill in. You mm -hmm. you know, there can't be a vacuum. Somebody's going to fill in that spot. And the scariest part about it is, too, that those countries are so, like you said, so much more aggressive, and they'll take extreme mm -hmm. measures, like, way harsher than I feel like the United States would even take. Well, because there's a history there. I mean, right. think about how old the countries, you know, I mean, do we just, we were talking earlier about how young America is like, there's this very long history in these regions. Um, you know, so lots of baggage, lots of, you know, disputes that were, you know, are still kind of festering. You know, um, you can see it when you read about the border disputes in the area, lots of cultural issues um, that I think Americans like we can't even relate to. Mm -hmm. Are you, I was talking to, uh, to Andy last time about how in some of the embassies in Cuba and Russia, the American embassies, they, there were a lot of people in different agencies like the CIA and the FBI that were experiencing like crazy headaches. Yeah, I read about and that. And migraines yeah. and, and experiencing disorders. Because yeah. you know about this. Maybe you can yeah. explain it better than I can. But basically they were like targeting radiation towards these embassies yep. that were giving people 
Yeah. Head injuries, basically. Yeah. So there are certain countries that like to play dirty. Um, so I still, I, I mean, whatever you think about the CIA, like America has standards, right? We have lawyers, we have laws, <laughs> we have standards. Um, you know, we have a democratic government. Um, but there are other countries that do not like they, what I would consider play dirty. Like they will kill your dog, you know, just, just to mess with you, just to let that, just, just to let you know that they know who you are, right? You know, they'll do things to make you sick, to make you leave, to make it so uncomfortable for you to be there that you'll just go. Because, I mean, they just don't want you there, right? They'll do things to mess with you. Um, they'll, they'll surveil you, like, obviously. So you know that you're constantly being watched, mm, you know? Like, intimidating you. Right. So, I mean, there's lots of different tactics that intelligence agencies use. Um, you know, the the ones we think about are the ones where everything's a secret and nobody knows and everything's doing, everybody's doing things in the shadows. Um, but then there's kind of the dirty side where they do things overtly just to harass you, um, harass you, intimidate you, um, there are there are intelligence agencies that use um you know blackmail and manipulation um which in in the CIA's view is not like that is not f- a functional way like that is not sustainable right like you're if you're blackmailing somebody for intelligence it's not really the best way to go like that's not the best way to get intelligence it's not sustainable that something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't keep that up. Maybe you could do it once, you know, but if you're trying to build a long-term intelligence relationship with an asset, that's not the way to go. But there are plenty of countries who do it, you know. Doesn't the United States break sort of international laws too? I mean, don't (laughs) don't we break a lot of laws that we just say it's okay because we're the United States? Well, so does everybody. (laughs) So all the countries do it. Um, so be, so gathering intelligence in like any country is illegal in every country. Um, so to that extent, yes, um, you're definitely, you know, by recruiting some, you know, somebody to, to spy on their country, like you're breaking the law, but that's, that's the game, right? So like, that's like the gentleman's game, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody knows it's happening. Everybody knows they're doing it. Everybody knows that, you know, like in any given country, like the Brits have spies there, the Americans have spies there, the French have spies there, the, you know, the Thais have spies there. Like if there's an embassy or if there's a foreign presence or whatever, like there's spies there. Everybody mm. knows it. And but that's the gentleman's game, right? Like I, I like I see you, you know, you see us. Okay. You know. Yeah. You, like if you're good, you know, be good enough to keep yourself secret, you know, and that's, that's for me, like, that's the real game mm. of, you know, that's the proper intelligence game, I think. Do you think because, because of your guys' opposite personality traits, do you mm-hmm. think that made you guys work better together? Yeah. 
because a lot of people, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different opinions out there of people who think that the same personality types are better together versus opposite personality types. I'm yeah. on the, on, I personally believe that opposite personalities fit together better because like you and Andy, my wife and I are completely opposite. opposite. Yeah. So, um, I think professionally being opposites on the same team, on the same operation was awesome. Mm. Like, because we totally filled in each other's, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Um, personally, that makes it a lot harder. I think I look at some couples that are almost identical in personality and they just seem to gel and like, everything's always smooth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I have that? Um, so, yeah, professionally, I absolutely think, you know. Hearing out as needy, you know what I'm saying? So most of the time, that's what people, like, if it's a street guy, they looking for, if they got bags and they looking for niggas inside, they looking for stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So on the other end, as far as labels, they more look for younger shorties who they can kind of fuck over. You know what I'm saying? That's the new game right now. When you're too smart, they don't really be wanting too much to deal with you because it's like, you're too smart. <laughs> but we can get this little 17, 16, 15-year-old nigga that we can blow him up big and really check a bag off his ass because he don't know nothing about nothing. $50,000 is like $500,000 to him, a million dollars to him, you know what I'm saying? Get his ass a few little chains and then Shit, let him do a show, but we gonna make majority of all the money off his this, off that, this, that. They basically just sucking the motherfucker dry, but they gonna make him super, super famous. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you see a lot of people that was real famous, that's younger, not real, real rich. They don't be really rich. You know what I'm saying? You just be like, damn, I thought this person was like rich, rich, but nah, because the labels is getting rich as fuck off this person, but they spoon feeding them, you know what I mean? So you just gotta have your paperwork in order, you gotta have your management in order, you gotta have your account in order, you have to have your lawyer on retainer, you know what I'm saying? You have to, um, you gotta have, if you ask Captain uh, BMI shit together, you know what I'm saying? And it's basically just about. Remember when we was taught by niggas? What you think niggas used to do when they served white folk? What you think niggas used to do when they served white people, homie, when they was in them kitchens by themselves? And them white folks sitting out there, you think them folk wasn't spitting in their drinks and they food and shit just to get back at them? So I don't trust them people, homie. I see how they treat us. So I'm gonna be, you think I'm gonna be comfortable to go in there and let them people cook behind her and not let me see it? And they so good, homie. They can duplicate anything. They can, they can, they can make a bootleg Gucci. They can make anything. Nigga, they can make a human. They so smart and sharp. So if you think they can't make rat taste like chicken, if you think them people can't make rat taste like chicken, human meat taste like pork, 
they have bought over 80% of America's beef and chicken processing plants. The fuck would they do that for? Why would America sell their beef and their chicken processing plants to China, homie? Them people take our food and send it back to their country and then send it back to us. 